0: what up it's the blog mama coming to y'all like i know how man listen this is the very first episode of the like Work sports fantasy show every week y'all i'm gonna bring you i'm gonna bring you some uh fantasy news fantasy relevancy to help your squad reach the playoffs and potentially win the championship i wanted to start doing this yo because it's something that i love to do i like Many people that know me, I indulge myself with sports. Fantasy football is one of the things that I do, which makes me so good at it. I know a lot of people listening may uh, may disagree. But just last year, I was in four leagues and I won two championships and made the playoffs in every league. So I said, you know what? Let let me start bringing, giving the news out to the people. Maybe they can get a little bit of what, what, what I'm trying to give when it comes to this fantasy news. So... Let's 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 get right into it. I want to get right into it, man um, Week one of the season man. It, it was really good. Week one was very good We had a lot especially from a fantasy perspective We had a lot of people literally just make a humongous splash onto the scene guys coming back um, That were you know who's ADP 80. AD, I'm gonna use a lot of acronyms by the way ADP is average draft draft positioning guys like Sammy Watkins You know, Sammy Watkins was being drafted, what, in the ninth, 10th round, Um, and and even later than that, where he he shows up, you know, Tyreek Hill goes out, and he shows up, has a remarkable day. Then we got guys like Deshaun Jackson, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins showed out, Deshaun Watkins, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, like these guys, just so many guys literally just blew up this week, and it, it was very nice to see, um, you know, in week one. Now, usually you would hope those those kind of games take place, not particularly in week one, because it's a long fantasy season, um, depending on when the playoffs start for you, but you'll rather get that later in the year, guys get hotter, but nonetheless, those guys stepped up, had humongous games, I mean, literally had humongous games, so shout out to those guys. Um, I also say, like, I didn't really know what to expect Week One because the Packers and the Bears game that had that was like fantasy dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and respect to all the players that played. And yes, that was, you know, a very very good game to watch defensively. Like, I actually like games like that. For my favorite teams, I have, have the, on my the, teams. Like nothing, nothing from him. Um no Harry Cohen, Albotin, you know, David Montgomery, there was just there, Aaron Rodgers for crying out loud. You know, just nothing there from I like, think outside the that scored the only touchdown in Graham. So that that was kinda like that was kinda weird. Like and I am glad the rest of the game that happened on Sunday and even Monday got yeah, for for that. So um if you want if you won uh finish game graphics you. Uh but look, people went to Week one like word sports stud and dud of the week. The stud of the week is the guy who outperformed expectations and uh, the dud of the week who, who really just popped out who really didn't even go to any of the expectations that that, that were set for that week. So let me let me start off with the, the dud of the week. Bad news first. And, and the like word sports dud of the week is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, I mean, he literally laid an egg. And, I, I mean, that was that was unbelievable what, what he did. That was literally unbelievable showing by Baker Mayfield. Where his average draft, um, his, his, his ADP coming into this season was like, what, f- fourth round? Some people were taking him high as like uh, third round because of the weapons that he has around him. And he goes out and throws three interceptions. Yes, he did throw for 285 yards. But guess what, guys? That was more so of game script because they were down early. And most of his yards came in the second half when they had to throw the ball. Baker Mayfield, Lightwork Sports, stud of the week. I don't think he'll be on there again, but goodness gracious, that was that was a horrific showing by him. And I guarantee you that a lot of people started Baker this week, and they were disappointed. Baker Mayfield, Lightwork Sports, stud of the week. On to the good news. My Lightwork Sports, stud of the week. This one was hard. I named a whole bunch of guys earlier. This one was hard. Nah, I'm lying. This wasn't hard for me. The Likeworth Sports stud of the week goes to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Listen, unbelievable, unbelievable showing by him. And the reason I gave it, to me, it really came down between him and Lamar Jackson. And I'll be honest with you, the only reason I gave it to Dak Prescott, because Dak Prescott, the, the way he was diming the ball to, to, to those players, to those receivers, Was 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 beauty to mine eye Yes Side note Um Fun fact I am a Dallas Cowboys fan I am a Dallas Cowboys fan So to see my boy Dak Go out like that Diamond people Dropping it in the bucket Woo That was a good thing yo That was a real good thing for me That was a real good thing for me If you started Dak this week Um And I had him on about like All of my teams And I didn't Um Nonetheless, if you started him this week, he paid off huge dividends. He paid off humongous dividends, actually. Dak Prescott, 400 um, plus yards, a perfect quarterback rating, four touchdowns, only like three incompletions, four incompletions. And some of those were, and those were like two drops. Like, it's just, he, that was the best game he's ever played in his career. Um, and deservingly so, mind you, there's only been four guys, four guys that have ever did what Dak Prescott did, 400 plus yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and um, a perfect uh, quarterback rating. It just doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. Dak Prescott, you get the like word sports stud of the week. Listen, we're going to take a, co- uh, um, a quick commercial break. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back and I'm going to go over my like word sports must start and sit list. And then, well, I'm also going to go over who I have this week. That is going to be the LikeWord Sports Stud and Dud of the Week. We'll be back right after this. welcome back and thank you for continuing to listen to the like sports fantasy show guys listen we're about to get right into it week two must starts must sit and then who's going to be the stud of the week who's going to be the dud of the week i want to explain that a little bit my stud is usually someone that i have that is ranked outside of the top five and is going to has the possibility of becoming a um the number one overall player, or it's a player that I have ranked outside of the top 10 and will be ranked in the top five. All right. The dud of the week is usually a top 10 ranked player um, that is going to be outside of the top. uh, I'm sorry, usually a top five player that is going to be ranked outside of the top 20. So that's how, how the stud and duds of the week go, but let's get right into it. We'll start with the quarterbacks. So and we'll start, we'll start with the must start list. The must start list. Um, the first quarterback I got, you got to start Dak this week. Dak Prescott. Listen, I, I have, I have an analogy, right? It's something that I use. I use when I, um, coach basketball, when I used to play as well, you stick with the hot hand, you stick with the hot hand and he's also got a great matchup. Okay. So once you have a hot hand with a great matchup, you stick with that player. That player this week happens to be Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's going up against the Redskins. He's going up against the Redskins that has, I think, off of one week and then uh, the last couple of weeks of last season, they're ranked, um, I think it's like, what is it? Six worst defense versus quarterbacks in fantasy. And Dak Prescott had an amazing game last week. You got to get him in your lineup. He is a must start this week. Dak Prescott, put him in there. I know I'm doing it this week for sure. I will not lose out again on his points. Um, The next one, the guy that I was going to give the Like Sports stud of the week, the runner up is Lamar Jackson. Listen, Lamar, same thing as Dak. You stick with the hot hand. You stick with the hot hand. And he's also got a favorable matchup. He's going up against the Cardinals. Check and see, check and see what Matt Stafford did versus the Cardinals last week. Guys, again, this is not, this is not saying that they're going to blow them out or anything like that. What I'm trying to get, my must starts are guys that are going to finish inside the top five or top 10 that are currently being ranked outside of there. Get Lamar Jackson in your lineup, stick with the hot hand versus a, a great matchup. The last one here is my must start is Jared Goff. Listen, Jared Goff, the, the, the Rams play the Saints. And is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there that thinks this game is going to be the game um, like the Packers versus the Bears? Uh-uh, that's not happening. Does anyone think this game is going to be like how everyone thought? The 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 uh, Niners and, and, and the Bucks game was. Nah, it's not gonna be that. These two teams know how to play. These two teams are going to put up points. I can see the score of this game being 34 to 29 or 31 to 28 with all touchdowns and maybe one field goal. I can see that happening. Jared Goff, and guess what? The the New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Saints are third. The third worst team versus the versus quarterbacks. Did you see what Deshaun Watson did? Did you see what Deshaun Watson did versus them? And he, I think he even threw a pick um a couple times. One got called back, but you know, Jared Goff this week, he he's he's gonna have a really good week. Um get him in your lineup. And I and I look at it like this too. Jared Goff um last week finished as the quarterback number 28. So we know that he's a better fantasy quarterback with that, or he has to be at least, right? I mean, he's got too many weapons not to be that. So, get Jared Goff in your lineup. He is a must start. Let's go. Quarterbacks must sit list. All right. So, the guy that I'm sitting for quarterback this week is um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Um, A lot of analysts and things have him ranked, I think, in the top 10 um, or like the top 12, I believe. But... I, I just don't see it from Kirk Cousins. Last week he he only threw for 98 yards and I think one touchdown because Dalvin Cook is is the guy who, who, who we basically do who we thought he was. And to be honest, that is beneficial for the Vikings, but it's not beneficial to Kirk Cousins' value. Get him on the bench, sit him with confidence. The next one, this actually hurts me to say, it's Cam Newton. I was I was the guy that started Cam Newton over Dak Prescott last week. Um that still hurts me. Um now here's the thing. I do believe that Cam will bounce back. I actually think he'll have a good week. I do think he'll have a good week. Here's 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 my issue. The Bucks played, the Bucks played the Niners last week and everyone thought that would be a shootout and it just wasn't. Now I'm not Cam Newton is no Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo cannot you know compare himself to cam newton in fantasy in real life or anything like that but i'm not as confident going into this week um being that it's a division game with cam newton to have a, such a bounce back week i think that he can but i will go i have a better option and if you have a better option than cam newton this week like the guys i'm naming Dak lamar or golf go with those sit cam and watch the other guys rock the other one is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, let, let me just say this. The, the Browns play the Jets, this just in. The Jets have a good defense and the way Baker has has that gunslinger mentality, he has the ability to put up a, a multiple turnover game again. Now, I just don't have enough confidence in him, again, for a major bounce back. The, see, the difference with him and and the matchup's not that great either. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't have enough confidence in him just yet for it to say, you know what? I'm gonna start him this week. Especially over guys like Jared Goff. Jared Goff didn't have a bad game, he just didn't put up crazy stats. Okay, so that's there's a difference. Baker had a bad game last week. He, you know, so and and if if they get down at any point in that game, that gunslinger mentality is probably going to come back to bite him and he'll have a couple turnovers again and may start trying to force the issue. So Sid Baker Mayfield, man, and you know, hope for better, better weeks down the road. All right, let's go on to running backs, running backs, running backs that we must start. The first one, I've did a I've did a, I've wrote about this running back earlier in uh during the preseason. And he's living up to it. And I just can't wait because I said he will be a top five PPR back. And this PPR, this even though he's not a PPR back, what, what this running back is going to do this year is going to be phenomenal. I said it. And I will actually, if you guys want it, I'll show you what I wrote about him. The running back is Derrick Henry. Get him in your lineup. I'm telling you guys right now, trade for him if you don't have him. I have him on two of my teams because I felt that way about him. But if not trade for him. and listen, I'm gonna say this right now, trade for him now, trade for him today. The reason why I'm saying that Derrick Henry, the next five to six weeks, Derrick Henry has impeccable matchups, impeccable matchups that he's going up against for the next five to six weeks. So if you have him right now, if you have him. Right now on your roster, you're going to play him no matter what for the next five to six weeks. If and that's what I'm doing. He's going to be in my lineup for the next five to six weeks unless injury happened. And I wrote about this during the off season, The man don't get injured that much. He don't he don't get injured. So he's going to be available. Get Derrick Henry in your lineup. And I'm 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 saying if you don't have him, do what you can do to trade to trade for him. Because these next five to six weeks, going all the way in until Halloween, Derrick Henry is going to be somewhere up in the top five, top 10, easy for PPR backs. Get him in your lineup this week don't uh, without hesitation. The next running back is actually the running back that the Titans play this week, which is the Colts, and that's Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, here's the thing with Marlon Mack. It's very similar to, to Derrick Henry. He's going to get the ball. He plays a lot. Like this dude plays a lot. And they have back pretty decent backup running backs. You know, they got Naeem Hines. They got um I forget the other guy's name, but they got a really good running back core, you know, or I should say they have depth at, at the running back position. But Marlon Mack, his floor is too high for you to bench him. Don't think about benching him. Get him in your lineup. Play him with confidence and let him, you know, get you about 16, 17 points this week. The next guy. Now, this one has an asterisk near it. Asterisk near it. And the reason that is, is because he may be he may not even play. But this guy is Giovanni Bernard. And that's and the reason I'm saying that's because Joe Mixon right now is questionable. Joe Mixon is is questionable. But here's the thing. Giovanni Bernard giovanni bernard has a pretty decent matchup versus the 49ers all right um but here's the thing last year giovanni bernard only got the ball more um three games um, only got the ball 10 plus carries in three games last year and each of those times he finished in the top three top three running backs for ppr those weeks so when, when if misses out of your lineup, go right now to the waiver wire because probably many people didn't draft him. Go pick him up right now and start him. Here's a nugget I always like to say, too. So, here's a nugget I like to say. If you pick up a player off the waiver wire, listen, getting played off the waiver wire after week one is the best them because and, and play them because you'll get the most out of them at that point. Listen, when you pick a player off the waiver wire, do not sit him on your bench. Always start him because it'll be much easier for you to try him. When he can perform well or see the sit, but when you pick him up, my rule of thumb is always start after week. If you if you don't have any goal, start him and wait until we get the injury report about whether or not you're going to explain. All right, here we go. My sits. My sitter this week. All right, it's Todd Burley. Todd Burley, yes, I said it. Todd Burley is ranked in the top 10 for this week. And I think that to me is, is crazy. Listen, listen, listen to this, okay? What do Darren Gross, Latavius Mary, Rex Burkhead, and Wayne Gallman all have I'll tell you, I'll be glad to tell you, they're probably all on your waiver wire. And they all had more professional football PPR points than Todd Burley be one Listen, here's the thing with me, man. I like I like to be ahead of the curve on things. And Gurley actually did pretty good running the ball last week. But that's not why, that's not why his fantasy value it, um, skyrocketed a couple of years ago. The reason his fantasy value skyrocketed a couple of years ago was 70 yards and like 70 receiving yards and one and one pass and one receiving touchdown. That's why his fantasy value skyrocketed so much over the past two years. Listen, they're using the other backs. out of them on the and, and And they play the Saints. I personally think this game lead leads more for their ball and, and receivers. More so that, Gurley actually excellent. Sit back, Gurley. Get another option in. Here we go. The next one. I actually have John back on my team. Um, And that that running back um, is Philip Lindsay. You gotta bench him. And I don't even have to look for. It. I don't really go into too much. The fact of the matter is, the Denver Broncos play Chicago Bears, and Philip is in Tom share. Right? I think that will change. I think that will take cream at the top. I think Philip Lindsay is very good as a running back, but going against the Bears this week, nah, man, like you got better options than that, especially if you know the not going to be all that great. You got to think, bench Bears. Like everyone was like Aaron Jones last week and just amounted to nothing. Philip Lindsay to better is a better running back than Aaron Jones, but still, Tom share. So, I mean, yeah, Philip Lindsay, and don't even worry about it. the next one that I got. That's in is a uh, James Hunt. What, what happened to James What happened to him last week? I, I really went up because James Conner, this is no joke, had a total, total of 65 yards and 14 touches. What? And, and, and 11 of those runs. Like, no, man. know, it's not it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Listen, if, you're just shoot, sir, if Big Ben, if Big Ben not open the game up for him, he is going to be on my uh set list um, many times this year, Many times. Because, I mean, he's going to get Seattle. Seattle. Yo, know, they have a pretty good run defense. They're, so they're kind of shaky a little bit, but they have a pretty good run defense. If he doesn't, if, he doesn't open, if they don't open it up for him, Jay yo, he may, he may be looked at like, many times this year. him this week. again, it, to me, it's almost saying like you feel in. Hey, listen, we're take another commercial break. I'll be right back with my wide receivers it's a must start, must sit list. Guys, we'll be back right after this break. Okay, so let me let's let's talk about who I got as my like word sports stud and dud of the week. And guess what? It's coming from the same game, the same team. Think about that. Now, before I give I give you who my stud and dud of the week are. Think about what I just said. It's coming from the same game. And the stud and the dud of the week are going to be on the same team. All right. So. My stud of the week is going to be none other than the GOAT Tom Brady. Listen, how can you not really take any Patriots player this week? How can you not take any any one player this week for that team? Listen, Tom Brady's going to go off. Lamar Jackson went off. Tom Brady's going to go off. He, he put up 33 versus the Steelers. And I'm pretty sure the Steelers are a better team Um than the dolphins and they have a better defense. Nonetheless, Tom still put up 33 on them, boys. I I I think they they beat them bad. Um I do. I think they beat them bad, but nonetheless, it's not about what the team does, it's what Tom Brady's going to do. I think he is clearly going to be the stud of the week. I can literally see him being the number 1 rated player this week. The number 1 um rated player this week easy. Easy. He can, I can see him put up a 50 spot. All right, so on to the dud of the week. <laughs> the, the dud of the week is going to be Antonio Brown. There, I said it. Listen, A.B. is in a new system. And if anybody that knows anything about the Patriots, Bill Belichick, duh, you are on a pinch count when you come to his team. Regard like you just guys, it just happens that way. It just happens that way. Listen, I think A B is gonna have a very good season. Don't get me wrong. But this week, he's gonna be on the pitch count. He is. He's gonna be on a pitch count. So fade A B this week. Even if he does score, even if he gets five catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. And and in a PPR league. That's 10. That's 16 points. That's 16 points, guys. That's somewhere along the range where I would have an Alshon Jeffrey this week. So that's not a guy you necessarily want in your lineup. That's not a guy you want in your lineup. And I think that's at best. I think his ceiling, I think his ceiling is so low that for this week, this week, his ceiling is too low. It's too low to take a risk on him. Sit A.B. Don't play him. He will give you a dud. He is the Lightworks Sports Dud of the Week. Welcome back, welcome back, guys. I really appreciate you still tuning in to the LikeWord Sports Fantasy Show. My first show, guys. Um, But let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Yo, the wide receivers. The wide receivers really are kind of taking over the PPR in fantasy, if you think about it, right? We're seeing wide receivers go in the first round like none other. But let's get to these starts and sits. Start and sits. My first start of the week. My very first start. It's Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, wide receiver from the Baltimore Ravens. Listen, I've been I've been very big on the Ravens this year. I've been very high on them. I got I'm, I literally on one of my teams. I have Mark Andrews. I have um, uh, Marquise Brown and I have Justice Hill. I'm just so high on them this year. I With, with Lamar Jackson, I, 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 I saw that this dude would step up and I drafted these guys. So here's the thing. Marquise Brown was probably on your waiver wire. He's not, he wasn't on, he, on every league that I have, except for one, he, I was able to draft him. I just knew, to me, he was the best receiver in college, he's the fastest, and you're playing with a quarterback that likes to roll out and has a, and has a cannon for an arm, so yeah, I had to draft him, I didn't play him again last week, which kills me that I'm saying that, Um but this week he's starting. Same thing, hot hand. Put him in. Let the rookie see because it, it, it may flare out. If it if it doesn't flare out, boom, you got it. You got a stud. You got a stud. But if if let it flare out because he's a rookie. Put him in your lineup. Put him in your lineup. Don't think about it. He he's too explosive to not be in your lineup. Get Marquise, um, Marquise Brown in, in 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 your lineup, man. The next one I got Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Here's here's the thing. Same thing I'm saying about Jared Goff, man. Robert Woods, this game is going to be high scoring. This game is going to be high scoring. I told you guys what I think about the score and everything like that. It's going to be high scoring. Just just listen to this real quick. Just last week, just last week, Robert Woods saw 13 targets versus the Panthers, and they were winning 95% of the game think about that that this dude saw that many targets and they were winning the game the entire game basically i think he'll see similar results i don't think the game will be you know it won't be like how they were versus the panthers but i I definitely think he'll see similar results and you know he's his his floor so high they even gave him two rushes they get they let that man run the ball twice you know sean McVay got them plays yo so Yo, get Robert Woods in your lineup. Start him without question. Start him without question. The next guy I got is Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams. Listen, let me, let me just ask you a couple questions. Ask y'all a couple questions. So before you say what, Tyrell Williams, okay. Let me ask you these questions. Here you go. Who are they playing? The Chiefs, right? They're playing the Chiefs. My next question, do you think they'll, the Raiders beat the Chiefs? Okay. My next question is, Did you did you think that Tyrell Williams had a good outing in week one? I think so as well. So they they're playing the Chiefs high scoring game. They're not going to win, which means they'll have to play catch up. And he had a good week last week. So even if the Oakland Raiders, which I don't think they will be, are um, bums this year, Tyrell Williams is going to be a guy that gets his numbers. Because he they won last week and he did good. So just by default, if I realize this, I'm pretty sure the coaching staff realizes it, that they gotta get that ball, that man the ball. They gotta get him the ball, regardless if they're winning and or losing. Get Tyrell Williams in your lineup, yo. Get him in your lineup. It trust me, get him in your lineup over over these guys that I'm about to tell you, and and, and, and you'll be you'll be rewarded for it. All right, let's go. Let's get on to our sits. Let's get on to our sits. Here we go. My first guy that needs to be on the bench this week is Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs, listen. He only had two targets last week. He only had two targets last week. This is really coming down to the Vikings offense is really coming down to Dalvin Cook. Okay, if we're if we're honest about it, that that's what it's coming down to. It's coming to, down to Dalvin Cook. So if Dalvin Cook is out here working like he like we know him to be, come on, like everybody else, value in fantasy drops a little bit. Everyone, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs. Kyle Rudolph Kirk Cousins they all all their value even though the Vikings have a lot of weapons which is good for the Vikings but if you got Stefan Diggs and you're thinking that he's going to start him this week versus the Packers listen here here's the thing I do think he sees more targets this week versus the Packers I do he only saw two last week and caught both of them and so I do think he sees more targets this week but how much more is he going to see I'm saying no more than six targets if Dalvin Cook is doing what he's doing, you know, Diggs becomes the third guy on a totem pole, totem pole. And that's behind um, Cooks and Thielen. So Stefan Diggs right now with this matchup being that, the you know, Allen Robinson wasn't able to get off like that. You know, it just, it just doesn't bode well for him. Sit Stefan Diggs and get another option in there. My next one goes to. Pittsburgh still is wide receiver. Juju Smith Schuster. Listen, I had Juju last year in the league. He helped me get to, you know, the championship. I love Juju Smith Schuster. I gotta be honest with you. I do. But everything is different when the rubber meets the road. That's a saying that I've that I try to live by. And I and I understand that. What that means is everyone can say. You are a number one wide receiver. You are a number one wide receiver. You are a number one wide receiver. Even Juju can say that. But guess what? What happens is is you see things differently when you actually are the number one wide receiver. Right? It's easy to say it when you have AB on the other side and Le'Veon and Le'Veon going. It's much harder when Le'Veon and AB are going and you're the only guy. That they're trying to make sure they lock down. Cause guess what? James Conner had a good year last year, and and this is I, I'm saying this with as much respect as I can. He had a good year for James Conner. He had a good year for James Conner. He had. But I don't think teams are going into this, um, playing the Steelers and saying we got to shut down. Um, Ju, uh, I'm sorry, James Conner. No, they they're, they're they're trying to do that to Juju. Now. The, the matchup is actually favorable for him. He has a favorable matchup versus the secondary of, of Seattle. He really does. But it's just things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. I do not see. I I, do, I wouldn't start Juju this week um, if I was you, especially if I had other guys like Tyrell Williams. Think about that. Get Juju. Take Juju off the bench. He has favorable matchups coming up this week, but you want to get him off your bench right now. Um, the next one is Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey. Listen, here, here, here's the thing. If you look at Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey last week, he had a pretty good week. You know, I think he was uh top 20. I think he was at 18, 19, which is really, really good. But in fantasy football, another rule of thumb, this is for free for you guys. You don't want to rely on touchdown dependent wide receivers. Let me repeat that. You do not want to rely on touchdown-dependent wide receivers. Alshon scored two times in, in week one. And even though he may be prime, um, it looks like he may be prime for another good day. Why? Because the Falcons' secondary is bad. So it's a favorable matchup. It's a very favorable matchup. But you do not want to start a guy that is touchdown-dependent. Okay. I think he had um, like four catches, six yards, two touchdowns. One was a rushing touchdown. You cannot rely on those things. So here's the thing. I did it out. I caution you to start him, and here's why. Because even if he would have had one touchdown last week, just just one, if he would have had just one touchdown last week with the same exact numbers, he would have accumulated and in PPR format, he would have accumulated uh, – 14 and a half points, 14 and a half points. So that's more so of a wide receiver three number, right? That's more of a wide receiver three number. So you don't. And, and so I and mind you, and what if I would have took out the touchdowns? If I would have took out the touchdowns, that would have he would only got eight points. So that's how I'm looking at it is I don't like to start touchdown dependent wide receivers. And this is a fun fact for you guys, right? Last year Mike Tom Mike Williams, I'm sorry, the Chargers wide receiver, I believe had 8 receiving touchdowns last year. One of the top in the league. But guess what? No one was drafting him. His ADP was like going in the 12th round. That's where his ADP was and especially in P, even in PPR formats. So that's what I'm saying, he cuz you know why cuz he was a touchdown dependent wide receiver. You don't those guys you you don't make them your starters. So I'm here to tell you, Alshon Jeffrey is is coming off of a touchdown-dependent week. Get him out of your lineup because if I, I can, this is what I see happening in the Eagles game. I see this being a, a high-scoring affair because both of the secretaries, second secondaries of those teams, Falcons and Eagles, are not good. And I see maybe a, a bigger outing for um, Deshaun, another bigger outing. I see Zach Ertz maybe having a bigger outing. Alshon may get you a touchdown, not saying he won't, but you know how Carson likes to spread the ball around, likes to spread the ball around. So just don't start him this week. Even though it's a favorable matchup, don't start him. If he does good this week, then you can do that. But I'm not taking a chance with him this week, being that he's coming off a touchdown dependent stat. For example, Deshaun Jackson had a great week, but he had, he had what, Two touchdowns, but he also had over 100 receiving yards. You see what I'm saying? So even if you take away his two touchdowns, he still rocked. He still rocked. So you don't want to, again, I'll say it again, you do not want to start touchdown dependent wide receiver. It's not good for you. Get him on your bench, start to other players. Guys, listen, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of the LikeWord Sports Fantasy Show. I'll be coming back every single week. Guys, send me some suggestions on my Facebook page, the like Sports Facebook page, and I'll, I'll shoot out some ideas and talk about it next week. Guys, always remember to give God thanks, GGT. One.